Perak Yod Mishnah Beis. The previous Mishnah began a discussion about what a person should do if on Shabbos he finds a bunch of pairs of tefillin somewhere in the public domain, such that if he leaves it there, they might get ruined or stolen. He, of course, can't simply pick them up and take them to safety, for that would violate the Melach of Otsah. We're talking about where there's no Erev around, so it would be a, a biblical melacha of Hotzah that carry them from the Rishos Rabbim into a, a more safe Rishos HaYachid. So the mission mentioned the possibility of putting on the tefillin one at a time, two at a time, dispute about that. You can you know, put on you know, each pair and walk with it to a safe place, put them down in there, and then repeat the process until all of the tefillin are brought to safety. Then the mission said, what if it's a case of danger? And by that, the Mishnah means that the local government is hostile. If they see a Jew having anything to do with tefillin, the Jew's life will be in danger. So in that case, his life comes before saving the tefillin. Therefore, he would just cover them and continue on his way. Now, the Gemara says that the previous Mishnah had some words missing. The complete text of the previous Mishnah makes a distinction between a danger that comes from a hostile government versus case where the danger is, he's worried about thieves. He has a legitimate reason to fear that if he tarries here, he might be attacked by thieves. The mission states that the correct course of action in that case is to pick up the tefillin, and then use the trick of pachos pachos midal ramos, meaning he should walk a little, then stop, walk a little, then stop. And so this way he avoids violating the malacha of being maver dal amas prashasarabim at no point does he go for four amas straight in the public domain and so the entire time as he goes to the rishasarabim he doesn't commit any biblical violation of hotzah and he continues that until he put the tefillin somewhere that's safe obviously he can't you know, carry it into rishasayachid from the rishasarabim that would be biblical hotzah if you could at least get it to a place that's uh, more protected safer than where the tefillin were found, and that's what he should do. Now, normally, it's forbidden on Shabbos to you know, carry any object in Rosh Hashanah, even if he goes pachas, pachas, midalad, he goes incrementally, he doesn't go before almost straight. Normally, it's still rabbinically forbidden, but in this case, for the sake of saving the tefillin, the Rabbanon waived that prohibition. And so the town of the previous mission endorses this method of transporting the tefillin, getting them to a safer place, by the person himself picking it up, and then walking only in increments of less than four. Armister brings a dissenting opinion, and Rabbi Shimon, Omer, Rabbi Shimon says that we shouldn't go with that solution, or it has a real downside, which is the very real possibility that at one point he will, by mistake, go for a full four Amas of Rosh Hashanah, which would be the act of a biblical violation of Hotzav, being Mavir, an object for four Amos in Rosh Hashanah, meaning you know, picking an object up and putting it down, or coming to rest, stopping with the object four Amos later in Rosh Hashanah. So because of that risk, Rabbi Shimon says, the preferable solution here is, in Nosnon Lachavero Vachavero Lachavero Achimagia Lachotra Chitzono. She get a human chain going, and have you know, one person pass the tefillin to the other, him to his friend, until the tefillin arrive at a safer place. You have to be careful the way you put it in the Rosh Hashayachid, maybe do that with the Shinoi. The point is Rabbi Shimon says this is much preferred over having just the one person pick up the tefillin and then walk in increments of less than four amos. 
Because again, if there's risk, then maybe you'll end up actually going for four Amos and committing a biblical violation. Rabbi Shimon adds, And likewise, if a child was born, say, in some field, and so we need to get the child to a more normal setting where it could be properly be taken care of, but uh, there's no error if you can't carry a Shabbos. So what do we do? Same thing. Form a human chain and no sala even if it takes a hundred people to make this human chain. So you know each person transported the in this case the baby less than four amos. And that's the way to go about this. That's the solution in this type of situation. But thus far we've only discussed the possibility of you know transporting an object incrementally, either by walking with it or with a human chain, where there are extenuating circumstances. There's a mitzvah to transport this thing, either the tefillin or the baby. The implication is that if there's no mitzvah to transport this thing, then the above method of forming a human chain would not be allowed. However, the Mishnah brings a different opinion on this. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi says, No sin adam chavis lachavero vachavero lachavero. Even in a case where a person found some ownerless barrel in the public domain, he could use this trick. He could pass it to his friend and his friend to his friend until it gets to the desired location. So the first lenient point of Rabbi Yehuda is that this is permitted, even though there's no specific mitzvah to transport the barrel. Still, it's not a problem. Rabbi Yehuda says the Rabbanan did not forbid having the barrel transported in this manner. Since he clearly does not commit any biblical violation, Rabbi Yehuda says the Rabbanan don't have a problem with it either. Rabbi Yehuda adds another point. He says, Afilu chutz litchum. It would be permitted to transport the barrel in this manner even more than 2,000 amos, which is the, of course, the amount of a tchum. A person can't go beyond his tchum, his boundary, whatever that is. Let's say the city limits, he can't go 2,000 amos beyond that. Now, the halach is that just as a person can't go outside of his tchum, a person's objects may not be brought outside of that person's tchum. However, Yehuda is saying that since the barrel in question was ownerless, nobody owned it, it doesn't have any tchum. So there's no problem to uh, transport it even 2,000 amos away from where it was found. But Amrullah, Al-Chachamim, argued with Rabbi Yehud on this last point. Chum said, The barrel can't be transported even if you have the human chain, so there's no carrying issue. But it can't be transported for more than 2,000 amos from the spot where it was found because of the tchum issue that that would involve. That is, the Chacham argue that even though it's true, the barrel is ownerless, yet the halachi is, it has to be treated as if it has an owner, meaning that, okay, if nobody owns it, then it acquires its own tchum, meaning in practice that you can't take it more than 2,000 amos from the spot where it was found.